All right, we're back. Oh man, I popped this beer and it's fizzing everywhere. Uh, <laughs> that doesn't usually happen when I start the show, but uh, we'll deal with it. I've what got to, um, oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. Yeah, no, I, yeah, we, we were talking before. I saw these in the grocery store, had to pick them up. It's uh, Steve Austin's Broken Skull American Lager. Um, I just had to get them, obviously. Uh, you know, I haven't watched wrestling in a long time, but when I did, Stone Cold Steve Austin was the shit, dude. Who did who didn't like Stone Cold Steve Austin? You know, shit. That's also some interesting news you bring that up. I know it's not on our agenda exactly, but the WWE has been purchased. <clears throat> yeah, it has. Yeah, by the uh, the parent, uh, yeah, the parent company of the UFC Endeavor has bought the WWE. Um, I don't know all that much about it other than so the the guy that's the president of Endeavor is going to remain the president of they're they're merging into and forming like a new company. Um, And the guy who's the president of Endeavor is going to remain the president. And Vince McMahon, who's, you know, been in the news recently for some unsavory things. um, uh, is going to be the executive chairman of this new company. Uh, I think I think this news broke like last night, maybe. We're recording this Monday afternoon, you know, right before it comes out. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think this broke maybe yesterday or, or Saturday or something like that. So I don't know how many details of the deal that we have, but we know, you know, Vince McMahon is going to be the executive chairman. President of Endeavor is going to remain the president. And uh, let me see. I'm going to try to find because Dana White said something about it. Uh, he seemed pretty excited, which, you know, like if you're, you know, if you're a UFC fan and you hear some big news like this, like, the, you know, because the UFC got bought out, you know, years ago by Endeavor. And there were a lot of people that were kind of freaked out, um, you know, about what might happen to the UFC and, and everything like that. But um I don't know. Dana White seems pretty excited about uh, about what's happening. Let me see. Has anything? Yeah. Uh, yeah w- while you're looking that up, has anything actually happened since they bought it, or has it kind of been like? Did they have the ESPN deal before that, or did that come after that, or about the same time? Uh, I don't know. I don't know anything about that. I'm, I'm giving you questions that you might not know off the dome. You know. Yeah, I actually don't remember. I think it might have came after. I don't know how long ago it was that Endeavor bought the UFC. I really don't know. Around 2020, I remember because I saw like they, I remember the Endeavor fucking stock doing something when that happened. Yeah. Uh, oh, damn. Endeavor bought, Endeavor took control of the UFC in 2016. Oh, shit. And let me see if I can find out when that ESPN deal was, like the original one. Because I, I think they renegotiated another one. Oh no, they didn't. They, uh, oh yeah, they signed a two-year extension last year. They signed a five-year deal in 2019. So yeah, the ESPN deal came a couple years later. Of course, the the apparel deals that they they've had with, um, you know, with Reebok and now Venom does the apparel. So that that all came after Endeavor acquired. Uh, okay, so what about like the sponsorships on everything? Like that all. So they lost all that around the same time Endeavor took over, right? Yeah, I think, yeah, when the Reebok deal got signed on, too, that, that pretty much ended sponsor, like additional sponsorships on shorts. You still see it every now and then. Somebody will have an additional one on there. But I know that was not super popular. But I think, you know, I think the UFC and the ESPN deal has been, you know, far and away uh, a success. I know the UFC is, you know, they outperformed damn near everything on ESPN plus, you know, it hell the UFC is pretty much the only reason I have ESPN plus, you know, um, I've liked it, you know, it's made it, you know, a whole lot easier to watch, uh, these free events, you know, cause I don't, I don't have fucking cable or anything like that. So I like the ESPN deal and, um, yeah, no, now in now Endeavor and, you know, the WWE are forming this brand new, you know, 20 plus billion dollar company. And, uh, you know, it'll be interesting to see where it goes. Um, 
I do have that quote from Dana White here. I found it on uh, MMA Junkies Twitter. Uh, he said, this company has been on fire for the last seven years, and now that we will be adding WWE to the portfolio, I am excited to take this to another level. Vince is a savage on the wrestling space. Ari is a beast at what he does. It's Ari Emanuel. Uh, and then add what we at UFC bring to the table. And there is no limit to what this company can accomplish in the next few years. So Dana White seems excited, <laughs> but he was also excited about that power slap garbage. So uh, that shit, have they, have they canceled that shit yet or no? I think, I think, uh, I think it did. Well, I think it lost its TV deal. It was on like TBS or something. And what a I fucking think... crazy place for a fucking slap competition. <laughs> TBS, yeah. the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> you got you got the power slap thing, and then you got like the Big Bang Theory. <laughs> you know, just... <laughs> <laughs> two and a half men. You know, it's just a, uh, just an Such odd. A... It's an odd thing. Yeah, no, I I did not watch any of the power slap stuff, but I saw enough highlights to know that it was garbage. Um, so yeah, not super disappointed in that. Uh, but yeah, no, that's some pretty big news for the UFC. I, it, it, it'll be cool to see what they do. Um, I mean, the UFC is going to keep going up and up. I think, you know, they, 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 they've been riding this momentum, like Dana said, you know, over the past seven years and it's only getting more and more popular. So, I mean, hell fucking seven years from now, there's no telling what the UFC is going to look like. I'm excited yeah. about it. Of course, I'm excited about, you know, everything UFC related. Um, I was also pretty excited to attend my first uh, UFC event. Uh, this not this past weekend, but you know the weekend before. Um, the UFC fights came to San Antonio. Second time they've been, I think. I can't remember. I don't remember what the first first time was. It was before I I moved here. Um, but they did. They came to San Antonio. They were at the AT and T Center where the where the Spurs play, and um, it was a lot of fun, man. It was pretty cool. I, you know, I didn't really know what to expect. Like, even when I first got there, you know, because it's the prelims. You know, if you watch a you watch a card that's in Vegas, you know, people don't show up to the prelims. You know, it's always the main card and maybe even a couple fights into the main card when the crowd really fleshes out. Man, I showed up like 45 minutes before the first prelim fight, and there was a line out the door for the prelims. It was um, it was pretty cool, and of course I you know I get in there and uh, the place is already packed pretty much not not like it wasn't as packed as it was going to be later on in the night but like for for prelims on a ESPN card like this it was packed I imagine you know people in San Antonio were just excited that the UFC you know finally went there. Um, but yeah, it was cool. You know, before the fight started, I had to I had to go ahead and grab me a shirt. I got a got a UFC San Antonio shirt. It has um, it has UFC San Antonio on the front, and then it's got the uh, the like the poster for the event on the back. Black shirt. Uh, had to grab me two beers too. You know, I mean, you're gonna sit there and watch some fights and not have any beer with you. So you know, had my shirt, had my two beers. I was ready to watch the fights, went to my seat. Of course, I was up, you know, I was up decently far. I didn't get any, you know, them close seats are outrageous, you know. And I and I had been to the AT&T Center before, so I, I knew that, you know, depending on where you sat, even if you were a little further up, you could still have a pretty good view of everything down there. And uh, I made sure to get seats that were like, you know, you had like a straight on view of the big monitor. And, you know, even though I was a little higher up and like the, the steps are just so steep and everything, you're just like you're just looking down on top of the action. You have a real good view of everything. Um, it's pretty cool. And I've even heard people that have attended UFC events in the past say, like, you know, like the the ringside seats are cool, but you miss out on some of the action just because of your angle of the fights. Um, so, yeah, I, I was pretty happy with the you know, with the seats I had and uh, I, I sat down in my seat like 15 minutes before and sure enough, you know, they, they kicked off. It was, it was cool. They played a couple promos and, you know, then it was time to get to the fight and, and first fight of the night, Vic Altamirano podcast guest uh, previously. 
he he was the first fight of the night. So it was really cool to see him fight. He won his fight. A uh, very fun fight. Went to decision. Um, definitely going to try to get him back on the show a little later this year. Um, I had him back on in September, I think. So, yeah, I think a little later this year would be pretty cool. Uh, I reached out to him before the fight, you know, just said, what's up? Told him I'd be rooting for him from the stands, and uh, he got it done. No, he um, looked good too. It was it was good. He's just he looks so fucking young out there, but I mean, I don't know. He's just he's fun to watch fight. I don't know what's next for him, but you know, I hope it's something good. I hope so too. And he's a he's a flyweight, so you know, flyweight's not really like I bet if you were looking at all the fighters in each of the divisions. You know, as far the men's divisions anyway, like there's probably less flyweight fighters than there are in any other division. So flyweight is one of those weight classes. I feel like you're only two, three wins away from being like maybe top 10, you know? Um, Yeah, no. So it was cool to see him win fights out of fights out of um, I think he fights out of Dallas, if I'm not mistaken. So, you know, Texas guy crowd was rooting for him. Preston Parsons also fought another podcast guest that I've had on. He lost by split decision. It was, you know, it, it, it was a close fight, but, you know, sucked to see him lose and everything like that. He didn't look bad at all, but, um, you know, obviously was rooting for him too. The other guy that he was fighting, Trevin Giles, was from Texas. So I was, uh, you know, I feel like I was probably the only guy in that stadium that was rooting for him <laughs> other than his corner. Um but rooted for him nonetheless, you know. I mean, he's been on the podcast. If you come on the podcast, you've you know, you automatically become one of my favorite fighters. Oh yeah, yeah. How are you? How are you going to pick who you're who you're going to vote for in the Libertarian Party with all the guests you've had? Since the, uh, you know, the, and all the friends of the pod, you know, you got to pick one. You're gonna. We, yeah, we need to get old Joe Exotic on here or whatever the fuck. <laughs> Have him call in for prison. You know, yeah. Oh, yeah. Do it. Do a, you know, you do a Zoom call and it gives you a phone number that you can call. I'll just, I'll give it to his manager or something. And he yeah, can call for, for anyone. Cheap phone anybody number. who hasn't seen, he is running for, you know, on the libertarian ticket. That'd be crazy he if is. he gets that shit. People are going to yeah. see that shit on their ballot. Like, if he, if, are libertarians on the ticket in every state or no? Uh, I don't think they are in every state. I'm not 100% sure about that, though. They, they might be now, but I know they're, they're constantly running into ballot issues and everything like that. So I don't know. I'm not sure. Um, <laughs> I can tell you, though, I'm probably I'm not going to be voting for Joe Exotic. Dude, people are going to see, like, it's going to be like the Kanye West thing. People are going to see fucking Trump, Biden, and Joe Exotic, and they're going to be like, this is a fucking meme on the Internet. This is not fucking real. They're going to vote for Joe Exotic because they're like, fuck it, why not? They're going to see Kanye on some ballots too. He's running again. Oh, Jesus um, Christ. That's retarded. Yeah. Uh, Afro Man is running too, oddly enough. I'd vote I saw for Afro Man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's yeah, Trump, Biden, Joe Exotic, Kanye West, and Afro Man. Dude, what a time to be alive. What a dumb fucking time to be alive. <laughs> this is not what the founding fathers wanted. This is trash. This is terrible. Oh. Uh, yeah. Uh, I don't know. To answer your question, I don't I don't know who I'm going to vote for. Because uh, I have had three libertarian presidential candidates on. Mike Termot, Joshua Rodriguez, and Kenan Dunham. Uh, I like them all. They're all great. I like them. I, yeah, I, just, I like all three of them quite a bit. And Mike is going to be on the show um, <clears throat> later this year, maybe in December or so. We talked about it, you know, last time him coming back on. Um, so he's going to be on again. Uh, I'll, I'll probably keep my I'll probably keep my primary vote anyway private, you know, because I, I do like all those guys, and I, I want to, you know, like you know, I want to have Mike back on the show, and I want to have all the guys back on the show. I think that would all be really cool. So I think whoever I vote for in that primary is going to be between myself and that ballot box. Uh, I do wish the best for them all, though. I, I like what they're doing. Um, you know, they're getting out there. They're active. They're going to different state party conventions and 
Um, there's another forum coming up actually between, uh, I can't remember who's on it. I know Mike Termod is on it. I'm not sure which of the other candidates are on there. It might be later this month, actually. Uh, so that'll be cool to see. You know, the first one was a lot of fun. It had, had five different candidates on there, I think. Um, I don't know. It's fun. I, you know, as big of a mess as like the national libertarian party is, I, I do really like the guys that are running for president, you know, and I, I feel like they've kind of been able to distance themselves from some of the, some of the inner turmoil that's been going on within the libertarian party, you know, um, which is good. <laughs> you know, I, I definitely do think you've, you should probably want to distance yourself from that, but uh, I'm, I'm pretty impressed with all of them. Even, um, I, I didn't mention him. He hasn't been on the show yet, but Chase Oliver, you know, ran uh, for Senate in Georgia this past time. And uh, he's the reason it went to a runoff. You know, he got some national attention because of that. He's running, too. He's another, you know, really good guy. I hope he comes on the podcast in the future. Um, I just like all of them, man. It's, it, it is going to be a tough decision uh, on who to vote for in that race, but I will be voting for one of them. I, I can't really, you know, I don't know. I can't really imagine a scenario where I don't vote for one of them, unless they're not on my ballot for whatever reason. Then I'll have to, then I'll have to vote for like Aza Hutchinson or something who just hopped into the race. I was just about to bring that up. Yeah, he's a, he's an interesting candidate. I mean, he's solid Arkansas. You know. Love yeah, um, I like him. I like him pretty good. If I was a if I was a Republican voter right now, uh, he would probably have my vote. Now, I mean, we don't know who else is going to hop in there. There's a, it's a pretty big name that hasn't made up his mind whether he's going to hop in yet or not. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Hutchinson would probably have my vote in that uh, in that race. I mean, I'm, I've never been a big Trump guy. Uh, I think Vivek is a, he's interesting, but he's a little too, a little too right for me. Um, I don't mind Nikki Haley, but she's, she's also just not really, I don't know. I don't think she's going to make that big of a splash. Is fucking Glenn Youngkin, is he up for, is he up for reelection or is he going to throw his hat in the ring? Uh, he's not up for re-election, but I I still don't know that he's going to throw his hat into the ring. Um, I just, I don't know. I can't really see it. I feel like he hasn't, like DeSantis has been dropping hints and, and he's, you know, he got, got a book out. He went to fucking like Iowa, New Hampshire and everywhere else. Like he's, he's doing all the things you would expect from somebody who's looking to run for president. And I just, I don't really see that Glenn Youngkin is doing that. Shit. I think he might just be at where he is. 2028, he needs to make, well, I don't know when he's up for re-election, but if he's not up for re-election, then he needs to make a fucking run at it because he's solid. He's not fucking divisive. If he disagrees with you, he doesn't say it in a dickhead way, you know? So well, that's the thing I don't like about DeSantis or Trump. It's like, just don't be a fucking dick all the time. Like, I get that fucking liberals get fucking obnoxious sometimes, but like, you don't have to be so divisive, but... Anyways, it's not fucking. It doesn't matter. My vote doesn't fucking mean nothing anyway. So whatever. No, not where you are. No, <laughs> I would say it doesn't. Um, yeah, no. I, I mean, it's a it's a neat little handful of candidates they've got there in the Republican primary. I think DeSantis DeSantis hopping in would would shake everything up. Um, I don't know. I used to say that I didn't think he was going to run. I think he, I think he will now. Um, just if I, I don't know if I had to bet money on it, I'd, I'd probably bet money that he is. I mean, he's just, he's doing all the things you would expect. Like, he had a why good, visit, no, no, go ahead. Now, you know, just like, why visit the primary States if you're not running, you know, like you're the governor of Florida. Why are you visiting Iowa and New Hampshire and, you know, writing a book? Oh, he's know. doing, yeah, he's doing all the shit you do, you know? Yeah. He's just got to. He's got to visit the fucking the, the Republican equivalent of Al Sharpton, and we'll know. You know, I don't know who that person is, but you know how uh, Democrats do. You make the Al Sharpton visit. Oh yeah, 
Yeah, I don't know who their equivalent is. Huh. Uh, yeah. Um, I don't know. What was he going to say on that? I, th- I bet he's waiting a little bit to see what another thing that's happening today. We're really on the news today is fucking the Trump thing today. I bet he's going to oh, see yeah. how that kind of goes. Is that, you know, what happens there? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I wanted to transition to the elections from the Trump thing, but we've we've done the reverse. Uh, I was actually watching the news before we started this, and uh, yeah, Trump has arrived in New York City. Um, I think he's going to he's gonna be arraigned tomorrow. He's going to be arrested tomorrow, I believe, is, is what they're saying. He's going to give a speech tomorrow night after he's been arrested, and that's going to be crazy. Like, you know, the whole the whole situation, I mean, we hit on it in one of our previous episodes, you know, about the charges and, you know, it's it's politically motivated. And even if you, you know, even if you think Trump is guilty of breaking the law in, you know, whether it's this or the investigation in Georgia or one of the other million stupid things that he's done, uh, you know, it's a it's a very unprecedented event to have a former president arrested, and then he's going to give a speech after he's been arrested, and who who knows what he's going to say there? You know, I mean that might be, I mean it could end up being the most consequential speech he's ever given in terms of his political future. Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna I mean, be, I'm, it's gonna be, I'm gonna tune in for that. I don't always tune in for the Trump speeches, but I'll probably tune into that one right there. See, that's the thing. I you know I said earlier, it's like I'm not I'm not a Trump guy. Ne- never have been. Um, am not gonna vote for him in 2024. But I damn sure am gonna be tuning into that speech. You be, you better believe. I want to hear what he's got to say after getting arrested. Um, it's gonna be crazy, and you know. It's, you know, who, who knows what's going to happen with like the trial and everything like that. But I, I've, I've been saying before this that, you know, Trump kind of, you know, even at his announcement and the campaign things that he's done between his announcement and now have been pretty lackluster. You don't really hear all that much from the guy anymore just because, eh, you know, we, we've kind of seen the show before. and he, he doesn't really have that same energy that he did for 2016 or even 2020. Um, but I think this might be the thing that kind of ignites that fire. Um, and, you know, I, I think, you know, I think if you're a, a Democrat, you know, you're, you're probably over the moon. <laughs> you know, you've, you've been saying that Trump should be arrested for the past, you know, however many years, six, seven years, you know, whatever. And now you're finally getting your wish and you know, I've, I've seen what liberal Twitter looks like. They're they're celebrating everything like that. One, you know, no matter what happens, he'll be fine. You know, like he's still going to run for president. And, you know, like this is not like even even if you even if he does go to jail, you know, even he gets convicted, he goes to prison, whatever. Even if that does happen, it doesn't really change anything. No, like, it's like do, do do people not understand that, like liberals specifically? The, well, not all liberals. The people who were fucking super excited about this shit. It's like going to prison, having a felony charge, does not mean that you can't run for office. Like, there's a ton of people who have shitty charges that run for office. You know? Oh yeah. Hmm. Like in other countries, that's like a fucking normal thing. It's like you run so you can get yeah. out of shit. You know. It's like a prerequisite, you know, like, you, know, like you yeah. gotta have a couple. If you don't have a couple, what are you even running for office for? Uh, yeah, no, it's not like, like, yeah, just, I mean, nothing's going to change. Like even, even if he went to prison, you know, he, he, he'll get out. It's a, you know, it's a, you know, basically a campaign finance violation. It's not like he'd be sentenced to 20 years, you know, like even if he went for a little bit, like he'd get out and dude, he's going to, you know, if he if he was doing it the right way, and he, you know, he very well might, he he should hit the ground running. You know, I mean, full speed, like Democrats arrested me and locked me up, but I'm back. You know, like I mean, he could really he could really just have this big, 
you know, this is this big tour around the country and get people fired up for him again. And I think this is going to backfire pretty hard on Democrats. And I think I think we might be looking at the the beginning of his his reelection, like his successful reelection as president. Um, I don't know. I, I've thought before this that Biden would probably beat him again, just just because you know he already beat him once, and you know Joe does have some advantages as the incumbent, and everything like that. Trump didn't really seem to be in it, but I, I think this could be the turning point that Trump needed to to well win win back the White House. Yeah, no, he had the attention kind of off of him. Nobody really gave a fuck, and like they were. He announced he was going to run again. It wasn't all that exciting. I did listen to that speech. Well, I, I started it. I got about 30 minutes in. He talked for like fucking two hours. And it was just like, yeah. <laughs> same bullshit, you know. And it was just like, and nobody seemed excited about it. But this, this is like all the attention's on him now. Also, his voters aren't really the type that, you know, some of them, the ones you see on like Twitter, are going to be paying attention. But like the general public who just fucking votes for him because they're Republicans and they just don't like Democrats and they like low taxes, you know, they don't care. They don't, they don't give a shit till election day. Yeah. He, he could get convicted of 10 felonies, you know, like it wouldn't, wouldn't matter. Like they, like they're not, they don't care. Like, like a felony charge is not like Trump voters are not going to be like, Oh, he's a convicted felon. I can't vote for him. That's not, that's not going to happen. That's not a thing. They're going to vote for him regardless. Like, they would vote for him no matter no matter what. Like even if it wasn't Joe, even, I, I don't know. Fucking pick the best Democrat you could have it. You know, and you could you know you can think of. There are going to be people that vote for Trump because he's Trump, because they like him. And you know th- this whole situation, as you know, as interesting as it is, and as exciting as a lot of people find it, uh, it's not going to change the minds of any Trump voters. I think it's only going to rile him up. I think it, it'll probably rile Trump himself up. Um, yeah, I just I don't I don't think this is going to have the 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 positive effect that Democrats think it will. Um, I actually saw uh, I can't remember who did the poll. I wish I could, but you know they polled Republicans and Democrats on what they think of Trump being arrested, and it was literally like forty two percent think, you know, the Democrats, they, they think, you know, that Trump deserves to be arrested, everything like that. And then I, I think the other number was 42%, you know, Republicans, they all, they all think that the charges are, you know, bullshit and that they're politically motivated and everything like that. So, you know, you, you got Democrats on one side, you know, the exact side you would expect them to be on. And you got Republicans on the exact side you would expect them to be on. This isn't Same changing shit. anybody's mind. This is you the know? same shit as always. This is also like, as it always does, comes down to the fucking independent voters and like issues going on at the time, like two weeks before election day, you know, like people, most people aren't paying attention. Well, we're in fucking, what month is this? April fucking 2023 or whatever. Dude, yeah. the election's not till November, 2024. There's a lot of time for shit to get fucked up between now and then. Yeah. The election's literally a year and a half away. Like there's, there's so much that's going to happen between now and then, you know, like I, I think we could look back on this as the beginning of Trump's reelection, but there's also so much stuff that could happen between now and election day like this, you know, this might be so insignificant because of things that happen after this, this might not even play in a factor, you know, people might fucking forget about it. It depends on what happens um, you know, coming up, I mean, you know, shit, we might hit like a fucking real recession. You know, we, we might go through some serious economic stuff. I mean, people are getting laid off left and right. And hell, a lot of people would argue that we're already in a recession, but we could, we could really dive into one soon. Oh, it could get worse. It could always get worse. Egg prices are down, but boy, they can go right fuck back up. You know, yeah, I was look, I was looking at them in the store earlier. You know, I was like, God damn, man. I saw a guy This is not, not related to anything at all. There's a guy in front of me in line at the grocery store. That dude was buying five dozen eggs. It, it came in like a cardboard damn. box, like five. It said five dozen eggs on the outside. I was like, damn, where do you work? 
you know what what Shit. kind of job do you have man <laughs> hey, that's money bags goddamn monopoly man over here yeah i was yeah, i was in line behind mr money bags there i mean jesus five dozen eggs i looked at a dozen and i was like no sir no eggs this week <laughs> you know <laughs> five dozen eggs yeah no he's probably taking a farmer's market sell them as homegrown you know or like organic shits that's, that's actually a great idea shit yeah, i don't even know idea. it's cheaper to buy know. your own chickens at this point yeah, yeah yeah you might as well yeah i don't know i don't know i don't know what you do with five dozen eggs but i mean hats off to him he's, he's clearly making some money you know five dozen eggs yeah it's no crazy. but yeah like yeah. the the economic situation could get way worse in the future and like that over everything like all the issues we hear about that is going to be the one that dominates the cycle it always is People care about their fucking, their pocketbook, their bank account, their job, and whether or not they have one, you know, like that, that's going to be the the predominant thing going into the election cycle. It's like all these other issues play, play a part. They like, they definitely do. But, you know, if the economy just continues going in the direction that it's going, if it just keeps going down the drain, this fucking Trump arrest might not even register in people's heads, you know? Yeah. Oh, it yeah. might not register in people's heads in fucking six months. We have no idea. We don't. We don't know where we're going to be at six months from now. No, I think our relationships, our international shit, in China kind of the dollar weakening and the yin or yang or whatever the fuck it is that they have over there, fucking strengthening and kind of becoming more of a global currency than the U.S. dollar is. Yeah. That's that's going to be more of a problem that voters are going to start like paying attention to, you know. Yeah, I um. Yeah, I, I was actually reading. Uh, it might have been about might have been earlier this morning, actually, that Japan is uh, buying Russian oil above the cap price. You know, in the, of course, in, in doing that, they're breaking with a lot of the, you know, a lot of their Western allies, you know, the United States included. And, you know, I think we're going to be seeing um, a lot more stuff kind of like that. We, we talked about it privately a while back, but I, I read a really good, I think it was, um, I, I, it was an article from somewhere. I wish I could remember where, but like, you know, the Biden administration is, you, you, they're, they're basically forcing Eastern companies to pick between China and the United States, you know, like before now they, they've kind of been free to, to kind of trade with both. And, and a lot of them still are, but, you know, the Biden administration is kind of kind of laying down the law and being like, look, you're either going to trade with with China or us. And of course, we're, we're already doing that, like with Russia because of the invasion and everything like that. But now we've got the Biden administration forcing Eastern Asian countries to choose whether they want to align themselves with the United States or China that's in their backyard. You know, and a lot of those countries are, you know, they're, they're going to pick China because China's right there. And China right also there. produces everything they need. And we don't. We do produce things that they need, but China produces everything they need. Hell, China produces everything we need, you know. What a fucking, it's all, it's very interesting, you know, it's like, obviously it's, it's, it's in China's interest to fucking, I mean, it's in every, I mean. I don't know. Do you want a global economy or do you want the economy divided, be divided east and west? You know, I think it makes sense to everybody just to, I don't know. I don't know. Do you like globalism? Do you like fucking, you know, being an isolationist? I don't know. It's just all kind of a worldview, but I think it all, you know, it always should be constantly changing, but right now it is not changing for the better. It is not changing. I don't know. See, I feel like the problem is rapid change. Like we're having now just causes fucking problems. You know, slowly over time, nothing's bad, but this is like, this is all coming to a head pretty fast. R the whole Russia-Ukraine thing has kind of, kind of turned the world on its head in some ways, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And we have an, an impending China-Taiwan situation that's also going to further complicate things, especially in, you know, that part of the world. And, you know, I mean, I, you know, I, I think there's times where, uh, you know, like, like 
a more globalist mindset makes sense. And I, I think there's times where a more isolationist mindset uh, makes sense. But, you know, it, it does kind of feel like the Biden administration is kind of pushing people into the arms of China where, you, you know, like if, if you're the United States, I mean, don't you don't you want to do the opposite? You know, don't you want to pull them closer to you instead of being like, look, you get, you know, you're either with us or, or you're against us, you know? Isn't there, isn't there a little bit more of a middle ground that's, that's better for everybody involved, but especially us? You know, I, I would think that there is because that that was the situation, you know, in years past. But they, yeah, no, I mean, they just, I don't know. Yeah, no, the Biden administration just seems to be pushing people in that direction, and I mean, I think that's gonna, that's gonna screw us in the long run because if you know if. I, well, I was going to say if, but I guess when, when China decides to take back Taiwan, you know, you're going to have all these countries that, you know, they might not be communist. They might not be the biggest fan of, of what China is doing, but they rely on China for so much stuff. And and hell, we, we've kind of isolated them with our hardline stance. It's like they're not going to be able to, you know, separate themselves from China, you know, like, like we would want them to if they invaded Taiwan. I think uh, it's interesting, like, if we separate from China, it's it's beneficial in a lot of ways, you know? We're from a place where fucking, fuck, we've seen factories leave and shit like that and get outsourced to other countries. It's like, if we separate from China, like, we have a lot of, I feel like we have a lot of fake jobs here in the United States, a lot of, like, middlemen kind of jobs, and a lot of just bullshit things that we pay people to do just because we have money and we don't manufacture things but like when trump talked about making america great and all that shit i feel like it was you know bring back the manufacturing jobs that's what every president talks about and all that shit it's like building back up to that economy that people look at and glorify whether it was good or not is another discussion but like when when we're gonna when things are gonna be too expensive to fucking buy from china and everything like some some part of the population will be hurting but like other parts of the population like might not hurt as much. I mean, everybody will, but eventually wages are going to have to even out. Inflation's going to have to get controlled and everything else. But like, I don't know. Global economics is a fucking interesting thing. It's like, but I mean, it also doesn't benefit China to not have a fucking partner in the U S to trade with or Indonesia or anybody like that. Taiwan's fucked. Taiwan's fucked. We need to be making computer chips here. We need to go get all of our fucking factories from over there and bring them back here. Like, that's obvious. And, like, China, Taiwan is part of China. Sorry for any of our Taiwan listeners don't fucking like that. But it is. You know, like, you, if you don't think you are, you probably will be. But, like, I don't know. Is it better to spend on... Is it, it's really just better to get along with people and to not fucking fight. If you have issues, then just fucking work them out. But, like, we're not... We're all going to be on this fucking same planet together. So... Fucking, do you want to get along? Do you want to have cheap shit from China? Do you want to continue to have leisurely lives in the United States for some people? For a deep, more, like, I don't know, quality of life is kind of higher, probably on average, than fucking, I don't know. I wasn't alive in the 50s and 60s and shit, so I'd imagine that it's better now than it was then, but, you know, is that true? I don't know. So. <laughs> I wouldn't want to be alive in the 50s or whatnot. Uh, I like it now. Even even with all the all the bad stuff going on, I'll, I'll take being alive now. Um, we we just face like a different set of problems. We face we face just you know unique problems, just like people back back then faced different kinds of problems. So we like old problems phase out and new problems come in. And well, here's a problem that's been in the news, or something that might become a problem in the future is. Um, AI, you know, you were talking about like, you know, like all, all these different jobs we have where there's a lot of people that don't really do all that much. And, and, and then there's, you know, manufacturing jobs that have gone away and yeah, you know, we, we, you know, might and, and should start making more stuff here in the United States, but like what, like what role is, is AI going to play in all that? Like as it, as it advances further and further and there's people that are freaked out by the by the AI technology we have now. I mean, you know, what's that going to look like in ten years? Like, like what effect is that going to have on our economy? 
in 10 years, much less like the rest of the world. I mean, what, what is it going to do to us here in the States? You know, people are already using like chat GPT to like write papers and write code and fucking and do get all through law school. What a bunch of pieces of shit. I wish I had known about that shit when I was in college. If you're using, <laughs> if you're listening to this and you're using chat GPT to get through college, fuck you. Like learn something, you dumb motherfuckers. <laughs> what a lazy sack of shit thing to do. Dude, you know damn well you'd be using chat GPT. I'd be using the fucking, I'd be using every goddamn paper. I'd be like, write about this for this, this, all the fucking time. Yeah, no. <laughs> I'm jealous. My, my anger Dude. is straight up through jealousy. Oh, uh, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have wrote a single paper. Not one. I wouldn't no. have written anything. Nothing. <laughs> like, no, I, I, the only thing I would have written is asking that goddamn robot questions. That's it. Yeah, the only thing I would have written was my name and the date. <laughs> That's it. Everything else would have been the work of some robot, you know? There's no way I would have been doing my own work. I already didn't do some of my own work, you know? If I if I had some AI robot that could write all my shit, no chance in hell I'd be doing my assignments. No way. Especially when it's scoring as high as it is, you know? Like it's passing the the bar exam and all these, all these different... Uh, you know, different academic tests, you know, like the SAT and, and, and whatever else they got. Um, you know, it's passing those things with, with flying colors. Why wouldn't you have it do your homework? You know, you, you you're fucking your psychology 101 homework. Why not have chat GPT do that? God knows you don't want to do it. I've seen shit like when you take them online tests and shit, there's something you can put on your Chrome browser and shit to just you just click a little button. It tells you what everybody else is selecting as the answer. That shit is such bullshit. I fucking damn. Dude, damn. Co- college is uh, no longer a real thing, which is like I I, lo- I like going to class. I hated doing homework. You know, fucking you're probably in yeah. the same boat. It's like I w- I would have been better in college now than fucking because I mean you know they're going to get away from homework and anything you do at home. You have to do everything on your fucking like in class right there, which yeah. is good because these fucking people you don't want you with doctors that learn how to do surgery on a fucking AI bot. Yeah. Yeah, that past medical school flying colors, but never did a fucking piece of work, you know? And he's sitting there, he's got your chest opened up doing heart surgery, and that motherfucker don't know what he's looking at, you know? Oh, man. You've been trying to convince me, you've been talking about fucking, you know, going back to college and how good of an idea and everything like that. Shit, dude, with this AI, it might be a great idea. It might be the best time to get back into going to college, (laughs) you know? I mean, shit, dude. If you don't have to see that, that, having to do the work was always the problem. You know, I never really wanted to do all the work. <laughs> if I, <laughs> you know, if I, <laughs> no, dude, hell no, that shit was. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I didn't want to do the work. I didn't want to attend class. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't want to do a whole lot of stuff. You were the only motherfuckers that would show up to class, like. I, I was always in the second to last seat in the back, and you would sneak in the back door and sit right in that other one. <laughs> Smelling like beer and weed and shit coming into class like a fucking maniac. It was fun, though, man. We had some good shit. We, oh, we had, yeah. 20 minutes late to a 50-minute class, you know? Yeah, hell yeah. You're getting like three-fifths of what you paid for, you know? What a fucking goddamn. I wish I had done a little harder shit, but, you know, whatever. Fuck it. Yeah, I... uh. I, I could have tried a little harder. <laughs> you yeah. know, that's, that's the moral of the story is I, I could have tried a little harder. I could have done. I, yeah, no, I do think about that sometimes. I, I could have done way better. Could have tried a lot harder. I made decent grades in most things. Some things I did not, you know, some things I didn't. Some things I just fucking sucked at. But, you know, within my major, I made pretty good grades and everything like that. But, you know. When you're in college, you just, you know, you want to do also like in high school and pretty much every grade before then, like you don't you don't have a choice, really. I mean, you can choose to not do your homework, I guess, but you do have to do some of it eventually. And then like you do have to go to class, you know, like you you got to show up. You got to go to class. You do have to do some work. You know, like you can't you can't just sit there and do nothing in high school. But in college, you have more freedom to do what you want to do. And college students don't want to do work. They don't want to show up to class, anything like that. So like if you, you know, if you want to skip class and not do your homework, like I did plenty of times, you can do that. 
It is going to bite you in the ass, though. Every single time it's going to bite you in the ass. Dude, yeah. And like, you know, I just, yeah. Dude, there would be some times where I, I, I drove to campus and then I just, I, I still didn't go to class. You know, because I had friends that lived around campus and I would just go hang out with them. Like I, I, I was right. I was there, you know, I was in the parking lot. Dude, <laughs> I, still didn't I, go I, to I, I didn't realize how stupid I was in school. I, it's like a maturity thing. I should have waited like two, two years. And then, like, it probably wouldn't have hurt to. I I didn't catch on till like junior senior year that like you should study, like that's a great idea, and you should go to the library and shit. I'd be in the gym and be like, oh fuck, I got a test, but goddamn, it's arm day, you know. And so we're gonna fucking do these arms, and if we make the test, we do. If we do gotta make it up, we'll try to make it up. You know, it's a. I, I see that thing. They'd be like, you have to. You'd have six tests this semester. They'd be like, you have to make. One of these test grades will get thrown out, and I was like, "Oh, you saying fucking a long gym day this morning for at like ten a.m. for no fucking reason?" <laughs> yeah, fucking yeah. stupid. Are as you, you're telling me I can skip this test then? You know, <laughs> <laughs> one test skip day. Okay, I got you. Yeah, Damn. yeah. Oh, dude, I, I dude, I, I went to a biology class one time, like after I had skipped a class or two, and everybody was getting test back. <laughs> And I didn't get one. I, I, it was like, it was a big test too. And I, I just, I fucking missed it. I just missed it. It was a big test. I don't, I don't know that it was a midterm or whatever, but it was a big test that I like needed to do and, and probably needed to pass. And I just did not do it. Dude, everybody got a test bag but me. And I was, I was just sitting there like, fuck, man. Now I got to drop this class. <laughs> you know, like, it's like, damn it. I should have skipped today too and just dropped the class. You know, also my all my friends like you were pieces of shit that also skipped class. So it's real easy to justify skipping class when all your friends are skipping class, too. Dude, that, yeah. yeah, no. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. 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 You can just you can you can go fuck off and you can drink and smoke weed and play video games and just not go to class. It's so easy to do. No one's going to stop you, you know. No, they don't care. Nobody. They got your money. You're paying. Fuck it. Why would they yeah. give a fuck? Dude, people tell you too. Uh, and I mean, you heard it like I did. I'm sure that like skipping. Uh, what's the fucking thing? I, I don't I don't remember exactly how to how they phrase it. But, you know, like skipping class is, is like you're wasting money for something that you paid for, you know, and you hear that and you're like, mm, whatever. But it's it's true. Like college is not cheap, you know, between no. the fucking tuition and the textbooks, and if you live on campus, the fucking dorms, and you know, fucking, you know, the food you have to buy, every, just everything. You know, it's not cheap. And if you're skipping a bunch of classes, like you're just you're fucking throwing that money out the window, just throwing it out the window. I like, um, I haven't seen anything about it recently, but I know there was a guy on TikTok that like his mission and his content it was to turn people into what he called academic weapons. You know, and he was like, don't fucking sit in the back of the class, sit in the front of the class, sit in the first row. He's like, fucking raise your hand, ask a whole bunch of questions, turn all your shit in early. Like he was really trying to he was trying to make it cool to go to class and do all your work and all this kind of stuff. And I I fucking love that shit, dude, because uh, because I didn't do that. And (laughs) now that I'm, you know, a couple years removed from college, you know, I, I see you know, just kind of what I missed out on because I didn't, I didn't try a little harder and I didn't apply myself as, as hard as I could have, you know, like I, you know, I'm sure I, I missed out on opportunities because I just didn't, I didn't do what I should have been doing. I wanted to fuck off and go have fun rather than, you know, go to class and do a little homework and choosing to always write my papers the day they were due, you know? Hell yeah. Fucking just, <laughs> Get get fucking super stoned and just be like, shit, we got to get like a, a little bit higher to fucking write this paper real good, this bioethics paper. Let's get this let's get this seven page paper done in the next four hours. How do we do that? And you're like, OK, well, oh, we yeah. can we can fucking get we can kill 30 more minutes just sitting here fucking smoking pot, you know, <laughs> then we'll just like we can if we pace ourselves right, we can have this paper turned in on time. So stupid. So fucking dumb. dumb. But it was a it's good dumb. time. It was a good time. You know? No, I mean, yeah, it's definitely fun. Like, I mean, you know, and, and there's definitely, 
there's definitely a balance, right? Like you don't want to, you don't want to go to college and have like no fun, you know, like college is notoriously a time to have you some fun, you know, and you should, you know, but like with everything else, it should be in moderation. You can't let the fun outweigh the benefit of like doing the work in college, taking advantages of opportunities that come your way. Like, you know, like there's all sorts of fucking like scholarships, you know, there's scholarships that you need to perform well so that you can keep and get. And uh, there's internships that can be offered to you if you, you know, you have a certain GPA and, you know, everything like that. Like there's just, there's just so many things that like you, you can miss out on if you fucking lean too far into the having fun and partying and everything like that. Like you'll, you'll have a good time. You will, but you know, believe me, you're going to miss out on some different things that you wish you had, you had taken advantage of, you know? The Uh, move is 100%. If you're not going to be sober in college, you have to take like, you have to fucking, you have to be not sober, but like in the library and fucking studying something. Like, the move is to get, I fucking, dude, I did, oh, I don't know, it's not that it's relevant to any of the podcast guests. After I fucking graduated, I went back and did a little bit of community college, fixed some scores and shit, fixed some grades I had that were shitty. Dude, the damn study groups, you're with the fucking, you just like, you just make more friends, you fucking can be in there stoned as a motherfucker, and you can fucking still learn shit, but you, like, go to the smartest motherfucker in the class, that motherfucker who makes them 90s on the test and 100s and shit. And just be like, hey, can I fucking study with you? You see, you go to the library, you will see them in there. And you will go and just be like, hey, can I sit in here? And dude, it's amazing. It's like the difference between somebody who makes the fucking, the degenerate like me, who's fucking scraping by with the fucking like 75 is the 80s and shit like that. And the motherfucker who's making straight hundreds. Like, dude, not a big difference. It's just a maturity, not even a maturity thing. It's just a fucking, it's an effort thing. You get into it, you get out of it what you put into it, you know, like anything else in the world. And you just, you yeah. gotta put energy into the right shit. You can still have a good time. You can still be fucked up and do it. You, well, you, I can. I don't know if most people fucking can. I think you could, you know, but like, dude, I, any I, substance I mean, you know, abusers I, I listen, you know. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I, you know, like, I, I definitely remember, uh, like, like one, one of my buddies was staying at a place that was right across the road from like, uh, it, it was a fraternity that basically had all the smart people, not all the smart people, but like a lot of people that I knew were smart. Um, you know, and like, we, we definitely fucking, you know, like drank with them and everything like that, had a good time and everything like that. But, you know, for the most part, like, you know, they, they would have a good time on the weekend, but then on Monday, you know, they're back in the library, you know, they're studying, they're working on shit, everything like that. And a lot of those people fucking, you know, graduated and ended up becoming like computer scientists and engineers and everything like that. You know, like it, it, it's not that you can't have a fun time in college and get a little wild and everything like that. You definitely can. But you you got to put in the time elsewhere, you know, definitely, like you said, you know, fucking form a study group, you know talk to some smart motherfuckers in your class, you know, like just do it. Just go up to them and be like, Hey man, you know, do you want to fucking study this shit for this test? Cause also you know? like when you, when you show up to class 20 minutes late and there's that motherfucker in class who was there early and you go study with them, they tell you shit like, Oh, they said this was going to be on the test. And you're like, Oh fuck. <laughs> like, really? Like if I get that one yeah. question, right, I can get like two points more on my fucking grade, you know, like my final yeah. grade. Fuck it. It's shit like that. You just like little tidbits of information. You got to go to class. You got or you got to be friends with somebody who goes to class. You yeah. Know? Here's some fucking just to just to close out here in these last couple of minutes. Here's some good tips. I didn't know this would turn into a fucking a college episode, but this is good. We can do a little bit of good for the fucking whatever percent of my listeners are still in high school or college. Fucking listen up. All right. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> listen to us, fucking dumbasses. Listen, yeah. you know. listen to the guys that smoke and drink on a podcast. Listen up. <laughs> and, all right, there's a couple things you need to do. One, fucking don't show up to class 20 minutes late like I did. Get there early. You don't have to get there like crazy early. Don't be like, you know, 
<laughs> don't be a nuisance to your teacher or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. Get there a little early. Don't show up late. You can show up late a couple times. It's fine. But it happens. You know, what are you going to do? Fuck it. Don't make it a habit like I did. Fuck it. Show up on time because you are going to miss shit in that first fucking 10, 20 minutes of class that you definitely needed to know. You know, you will. They tell you shit in that beginning there. Uh, so show up. Just show up. Even if you show up late, just show up. <laughs> Stop skipping class so much, you fuck. Um, don't sit in the back of the class either. You know? Uh, you know, Maybe you don't have to sit in the very front, but like, come on, man. Tighten up. Scoot a couple yeah. rows up. If there's an open seat, you know, take the open seat that's a little bit closer. You know, don't fucking don't do like we did and just like Like, immediately race for that fucking back row. Yeah, don't sit in the very back row (laughs) in the corner like me. Come on, if you sit in the very back corner, I can tell you what your career will be. It's going to be fucking making a fucking podcast, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and nobody wants that. Uh, yeah, so show up, sit somewhere decent, get to know the smart kids in class, go study with them, uh, ask questions, fucking, even if they're stupid, like, even if you think they're stupid, ask you some questions though, because I, like, they say it all the time that like, if you ask a question, there's definitely people in the class that are thinking that same question. That is true. Oh yeah. Like. You remember when motherfuckers would ask questions in class and you were like, damn, I was just thinking that, you know, like it's 100 percent. There's also there is like a there's a weird like there's limits to it. Don't be a fucking pain in the ass, though. though. Don't be a pain in the ass, though, and ask motherfuckers like a bunch of annoying questions and don't give your opinion on shit. You know, nobody needs your goddamn opinion. You fucking are there to goddamn learn and take the fucking test and shut your fucking mouth. If you have an opinion, that's great. Don't just be a sheep. But like, they aren't unless they're if they're if they're grading you on your opinion. That's a different fucking story. But like, if you're up there just like, oh, why well, disagree? We had a, we had a fucking con law class. Was that yeah. one motherfucker yeah. up front? You know, and it's yeah. like he, he was, was the first that person dude, I thought of. Yeah, he sucks. Fuck that guy. If you listen <laughs> to this, I know he doesn't know who we are, but still, fuck you do. But like, uh, fucking. You know, like, yeah, you just fucking ask some questions if you're and because like it also when there's those times where no one's participating, no one's asking questions and shit that one fucking is annoying for the teacher. And two, your teacher's going to be way fucking harder on you. We had a statistics class like that shit. You know, it's like yes. nobody fucking participated. And it's like, yeah. he just was a dick. He'd make the test real fucking hard. It's like, oh, if you it's like if you're not asking questions, they're going to move a lot faster because they're going to assume that you get the shit. Yeah. And it's usually the opposite. You know, usually people don't ask questions because they're like, they're already so lost and so far behind. They A lot of times you don't even know what to ask, but like definitely fucking also like if you like professors don't like when they have a class that just fucking stares at them like a dead fish, you know, like speak up, ask some questions. That's, that's another thing too. get to know your professors outside of class, like go to their office hours. They got office hours all the time. Go in there. Ask them some questions. Fucking get to know them a little bit. You know, like there's 100 percent of a massive benefit to getting to know your teachers and having them like you. You know, there there definitely is. There there just is. You know, they'll treat you a little bit more favorably. And like, doesn't everybody want that? You know? And they will do it. You know, they might say they don't. But, like, every teacher has their favorite students and their favorite classes. And you, you don't want to be on the other side of that. So, you know, go in there. Get to know them a little bit. Um, go like, go yeah, to the go fucking the, the library or, like, a study room or, like, anything like that. Anywhere where motherfuckers are studying, go there. Because you will also study if you're in there. If you're If you're back in your fucking dorm smoking weed and playing video games, you're not going to do any damn studying. I know you're not, you know, I know you're not going to do any damn studying. You're going to convince yourself that you're going to do your homework and you're going to study, but you're not. And I know you're not because I'm you, you know, yeah. <laughs> you're not going to do that yeah. shit. You, you're going to you procrastinate get, your shit until the last minute. <laughs> you'll be good as fuck at 2k and Madden and shit, but like 
you know. That won't help you with biology, you know. (laughs) That that won't help you with physics or calculus, you know. You need to, you got to tighten up. Fucking go to the library and study. Like, actually study. Learn how to study, too, because, like, I was, you know, I was one of those kids that was, like, I I was good in high school to the point, like, I didn't need to study. You know, I just, I, I did well, like, all throughout grade school. But then you get to college and you think it's going to be the same thing, and it's not. You need to study, motherfucker. So study and go somewhere where people are studying. Go somewhere where there's a desk or a table and some books. You know, there's no there's no the PlayStation, right. there's no Xbox, there's no weed, there's no booze. Like go, it puts go you somewhere in the right headspace. You know, yeah. Also, don't fucking wait till the last minute to do your shit. Do your stuff. Don't wait until like the final week or two of the semester and try to get everything done. Don't wait until fucking an hour before to write your paper. Just get ahead of that shit. If you do it, you know, you'll 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 be way ahead of of where you even think you could be. There was um, Theo Vaughn had a joke in one of his podcasts with uh, Caleb Presley. And he was like, you know, I'm paraphrasing, obviously, but he, he said he said something about people people going on social media and talking about how they have anxiety over their schoolwork. And Theo said, well, that's because you haven't done your schoolwork. You don't know anything about it. Fucking just do it. Do it before it's due. (laughs) You know, don't, don't wait till the last minute, just do it. So in short, fucking show up, get to know your teachers, do all your damn work, study, fuck off, but not too much. You know? Have a good time, though. You have to have a good time. And fucking learn how to have a good time while you're doing productive shit, you know? Yeah, because you definitely can. Like, you know, like like those group study sessions you used to have, you know, back in the library or whatever. Those were fun. I mean, you weren't, you know, it might not be the most fun you've ever had, but, like, you get to know the people around you and you're all, you know, you're cracking jokes while you're also studying and learning the stuff and doing this homework and you know, there's a there's a way to to make that kind of work, you know, a little more exciting than watching paint dry. You know, it doesn't have to be the worst thing ever, but it will become the worst thing ever if you don't put in a little bit of effort into getting it done. So, yeah, la- take I, that I got one final fucking super important piece of advice. I don't know how we fucking miss this. Go take the goddamn internships. Take an internship. Oh, take yeah. The fucking, yeah. Study. You're Damn. like take on any kind of extracurricular study, and you can do. You can fucking go on a travel study. Save up your fucking money and go. If you can fucking go on a, like a fucking, if you get to a, if you fucking political science major, want to go work at your state capital? God damn it, go you fuck. You know, don't waste your fucking time. Don't go fucking work some stupid ass job over the summer. Just be a complete fuck off. You can be a fuck off, but like take most of your time to like you know, fucking. Do something that's going to set you up for success in the future. Use your fucking school. Like your school's full of resources. You're paying for that shit. Fucking use it. Your career centers, all that bullshit. They will, they will hook you up. It's in their interest to have fuckers like you fucking looking good and doing good shit. You know? Yeah. It's not hard. No, school's not hard. No, it's not that hard. Definitely do that, though. Yeah, no, that that is a big one. Also, that like that gets back to like knowing your professors and shit, like. Like your your professors and the people who work at your school will know about like internship opportunities and everything like that that you don't know about. Like just because you're not aware of them or you don't see them posted everywhere or anything like that doesn't mean they don't exist. You know, like straight up fucking like go see your professor and be like, hey, I'm interested in doing an internship in this or an internship just generally in anything. You know, like they they know about resources and they have connections that you don't have that they will let you take advantage of. But you just have to fucking show up and ask. So and internships is like it's like, honestly, it's one of the most valuable things you can do in college. It's like right up there with the degree. Like if and like the best thing to do, obviously, is to get the degree and to have done a fucking good internship. You know, if you do both of those things, like whenever you get out of college, even if you don't have work experience in like, 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 you know, fuck it, like work experience in that field, if you've got the degree and the internship and everything like that, maybe even, 
you know, fucking, I don't know, like a letter of recommendation from your professor that you've gotten to know so well because you've listened to us. Like that's golden, man. That's, that's, that's as good as you, like you, you, you can set yourself up to be in a fucking real good place out of college. Like that's, it's literally the difference between, you know, like rolling out of college into a good job and graduating from college and being like, what the fuck do I do now? So, oh, yeah, yeah. I don't professional know. Connections. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know how many people we helped with our, with our rants on, you know, how to not make the mistakes in college that we did, but shit, maybe, hopefully someone listens to it and, and, you know, learn something from it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You, you're paying thousands of dollars for that shit. Fucking go, go take you advantage of the resources that they have. Um, or one more alternative is fucking go to trade school and be a fucking plumber or an electrician. And that don't even fucking just leave all of us college fuckos just in the dust with all your money you're going to make. But yeah, oh, anyways. Yeah. yeah. Two years of trade school and you'll be rolling in money. Um, a great option, but I, you know, we didn't do trade school, so that's why we're harping on the college thing. But trade school is fucking excellent. So, you know, if you're thinking maybe college isn't for you, fucking give trade school a shot. Uh, or the military. Military is always looking for people. Uh, usually, usually, yeah, they're looking. But boy, fucking, make sure you time <laughs> that shit right, because you know, fuck it. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Uh, you know, call them up at your own risk. Uh, <laughs> yeah um no yeah i think that's it from us uh we've gone a little over an hour we've gotten out some good college advice uh talked a little bit about about some ufc stuff some political stuff some college stuff uh yeah not bad that's uh that's all from us i think follow the podcast everywhere at bonfire brief pod especially on twitter i'm most active on twitter so you don't already follow us there definitely give us a follow on there um and next week or this weekend rather my next episode uh i'm gonna be hopefully if everything goes right i'll be having a ufc fighter on so um you're not gonna want to miss that so be sure to follow everywhere so you don't miss it and that's it from us <laughs>